I'm so tired. There's not enough hours in the day. Bullshit excuses. I've got too much to do. I have to work late. I have to run the kids around. The bullshit excuses. I have to get up early tomorrow. They end now. This is fitness for nine to fivers. You work day-to-day jobs. In fact, you may even have two, and you've been trying to fit in a healthy lifestyle. We have the solution. This is fitness for nine to fivers. And this is Andrew Marsham. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Fitness for 95ers podcast. Today I'm going to be covering a topic which is about as important as it gets, and that is extending your life by 10 years. Yes, it is possible, and that is probably in the low end if you follow the advice in this podcast, genuinely. So I'm going to be diving into that in a minute, but for those who leave a review, don't forget or a screenshot and tag me in their story, to simply comment below in the YouTube video. I'm going to help set you up with a completely free coaching call, talk a bit more about your goals in 2020 and how I can help going forward, what some of your problems are, what some of your biggest issues and things. Also, we're in the middle of the coronavirus as well here. Um, obviously, the pandemic worldwide going mental. So your health and your, your, your immune system, things like that, should never be more top of mind than it is right now. So... One thing to really consider, and it's being certainly brought to the forefront. Now, a couple of things we need to consider and touch on um, before we get into it. Also, there's a completely free custom meal plan involved. If you click the link in the description in the YouTube video, or if you want to have a look at the show notes, you will be able to pick up a completely free custom meal plan for anyone who is interested. Now, let's get into today's topic, and that is adding 10 years to your life. I'm going to be reading out some scientific literature. I have done my research on this that I do not claim to be a scientific expert. I am certainly not. Um, but I have done some research on this topic today. Um, I've dug out some studies and things like that as well that I'm going to touch on. So bear with me as it may get a bit more scientific than usual. Um, and we'll see how it goes. Hopefully you enjoy it. Let me know how you do. What we're going to cover, training, nutrition, lifestyle choices. Firstly, the training aspect. You have to be doing some sort of resistance training. That is an absolute must. Weight training, high intensity, adding load, doing something that's adding resistance. Why do we do this? As you age, your muscles atrophy, aka they shrink, so they get smaller. Now, strength training not only prevents this, but reverses it, and it also has the very same effect on bones, tendons, etc. Muscle mass truly is the key to health, longevity, and staying on to your youth, reversing aging. It's been proven time and time again. Look at anyone who's in really good shape, really older, and, and, and old, like you 80-year-olds that are out absolutely smashing it, big army, things like that, guys like this, they're absolute examples to the world that when you hold on to a muscle mass, you still maintain the quality of life, you still maintain your youth and things like that, and it is absolutely key that you can still go out and do these exercises, perform some sort of strength training routine, and you, if you're not performing some sort of strength training routine at the moment, what the fuck are you doing? What the fuck are you playing at? Um, by building muscle mass, you're going to just build in such a variety of positive metabolic and hormonal activities downstream of everything in your body. Um, 
that are going to help with insulin control, you know, the likes of insulin sensitivity versus insulin resistance, your use of carbohydrates, your use of energy, of energy absorption, fat usage, things like that. All these things can help slow down aging and deterioration and may other and if you're not slowing these down, if you can otherwise lead to diabetes and things like that as well. So something to consider, you know, dementia, things like that. Building muscle, training um, with weights, training with resistance has downstream benefits to all of these things. So intense strength training exercise has also been shown to have massive cardiovascular benefits. This is actually in terms of your heart, in terms of your cardiovascular system. So as you grow older, as you get older, as you age, um, your brain cells, things like that, they all shrink. Everything shrinks, your muscles, your brain cells, all that kind of thing. The only way you can stop this is by doing exercise and stimulating the blood flow to these areas. So how do you do that? By getting some resistance exercise training. When you're driving blood to those muscles, when you're driving blood through those capillaries, through those veins and things like that, you're activating, you're actively stopping them aging you're slowing down that process and it's going to help with all sorts of things like slowing down dementia helping with depression and things like that if you're constantly stimulating blood in the brain and constantly stimulating blood around your body um things like arteries and veins that there, there tends to be a natural stiffening occurs over time um so in terms of that that can lead to blood pressure issues you know um, cardiovascular diseases and things like that and the one way to slow it down is by constantly starting stimulating that blood flow on a regular basis through the likes of strength training. Again, the increased activation of these muscle cells, these muscle arteries, and all these positive hormones and things like that is only going to help clear out all these weight, all the waste and things like that that, help, that builds up in these over time and help deliver new, fresh nutrients to all those capillaries and things like that downstream in your body as well. Um, you're actually you, you, you're either growing or dying, you know, and that, that's literally it. Um, so again, you have to really be focusing on this strength training aspect. That is literally the biggest key to staying young. It is the biggest key to adding years, months to your life. And who doesn't want to live a longer, higher quality life? It is literally going to help slow that aging process down tenfold. So get yourself into the gym. Get yourself a proper strength training structure set up. Um, one recent study I will touch on was a study which split into 53 adults split into two groups, one which done two years of supervised exercise, four to five days per week, where the other did yoga and balance training. Now, at the end of the study, the high-intensity exercisers had seen significant improvements in their hearts, suggesting that some stiffening in the heart can be prevented or even reversed with regular cardio, regular exercise, and things like that. So when you are doing all these things the benefits just cannot be um overstated enough um intense cardio activities like running and jogging aren't the only things you can do in that side as well um another study that looked at a group of 140,000 women aged between the age of 50 and 79 um found um, some pretty incredible links between just walking and heart failure so for those who went regular walks or for those who just went out regular walks, what I advocate, one thing I advocate to my clients is getting yourself out a 10-minute walk after your meals. Yeah, this is something I touched on in the recent podcast with Stan Efferding as well. I know he's a massive advocate of this. So getting yourself out a 10-minute walk after each meal helps stimulate blood flow, helps blood sugar levels and things like that, insulin resistance. 
really helps digestion as well. So that's one thing that you can add in instantly that takes literally no effort. Adding in a 10 minute walk after every single meal is something everyone can do. I don't care who you are, where you are in the world, you can add a 10 minute walk in after every single meal. Now, touching back in this study, for those who uh, walked an extra 30 to 45 minutes per day, um, there was a 25% less likely chance of them experiencing heart failure than their peers. So that's quite a significant drop for those who are just walking 30 to 45, uh, sorry, for every 30 to 45 minutes um, per day on average walked, there was a 25% uh, less chance of heart failure. So that's pretty massive. So if I can include three 10-minute walks per day that's going to help me burn calories, help with my digestion, help get me outside, make me feel better, not, and not only reduce my chance of cardiovascular disease by 25%, am I going to do it? You fucking better believe I'm going to do it, and I think you should be as well. So firstly, train inside. Get yourself into some sort of strength training routine. It doesn't need to be free weights or whatever, you know. It can be maybe some basic machine machine resistance exercises, some body weight jumps, press-ups, sit-ups, squats. Again, I've, by the time this comes out, I should maybe have the home workout guide up by now, which is obviously going to help a lot of people that are maybe under house arrest with coronavirus and things like that. Um, so staying on top of that as well. Adding some sort of resistance training, first and foremost, has to be done. Building muscle mass, focusing and gaining some muscle, that is really going to do you massive, massive favours in the long run. And then including some sort of cardiovascular exercise as well. As simple as three 10-minute walks a day, it's going to do the job. It's going to get you started. I think you should be aiming for that ten to 13,000 step count as well. That's certainly something to aim for and a target that most people should be able to hit. Like, it's not hard. It just takes a bit of a, a slight bit of effort to actually go and do it. Maybe just park further away. If you're working in an office, what can you do? You like go to the furthest away printer, go to the toilet the furthest away. I do these things and easily hit thirteen to fifteen thousand steps a day, and I work in an office, so you have no excuse. Park the car further away, go to, further away at the shops and things. Maybe do an extra lap when you're out shopping or something like that. These things really do add up. Um, so get yourself a basic strength and routine in place. Walks, 10-minute walks, three times a day, start there. You'll make a massive difference to your life and the quality of it. Uh, let's gonna move on to the diet side. So your firstly, your diet, everyone knows what should be in their diet. Like the majority of your diet should consist of whole natural healthy foods, different colours, different sources, different variety, you know. Um, first and foremost, one to hit is probably 10 servings of fresh fruits, vegetables, six veg, four fruits, something along those lines, different colours, different varieties. Get all these varieties in your diet. They've all got different vitamins, minerals, benefits, you know. Focus your diet around whole natural healthy foods. You think about a caveman. What did he eat? What did he have access to? That should be where the majority of your diet is focused around. I, I'm a big advocate of flexible dieting. I really am. Um, I think it's, it's definitely a, a positive way to try and do things. It's probably how I frame most of my diets. But at the end of the day, it shouldn't just be a case of let's try and cram in as much shite as we can get away with or as much garbage as you can squeeze into your diet. It's not all about that. Really trying to get some good quality, high quality nutrients and things like that into your diet. You're going to feel better. You're going to look better. You're going to live longer. You're going to have a much better quality of life. You know, who wants to be fucking out of breath going up and down the stairs? Really? But who wants to do that? Come on. Let's fucking take some action. Go out there. 
get yourself some exercise, start holding yourself accountable. You're only getting one shot at this life, you know? Why spend it fucking in pain or unhealthy, unhappy, lacking confidence, not happy with how you look? There's no need to do it. You can, you can, anyone can go out and change themselves. You just need to take those initial steps and make a fucking commitment. Um, next one on the diet side is reduce the refined carbohydrates, foods and things like that. Those that produce a high glycemic load, you know, just highly processed foods, you know, fucking white bread, things like that. White rice isn't too bad. I'm a fan of white rice. Um, cakes, sweets, chocolate juice. Listen, I like a Krispy Kreme donut as much as anybody. But I'm not going there every day. You know, a couple of times per week maybe it's fine. You know, one or two meals out of the week where you maybe just going out with you, you want. Maybe you're going out with your girlfriend, boyfriend, wife, husband, whatever, your family. That, those are perfectly fine. I'm not suggesting you completely restrict everything, but 80 to 90% of your diet should be made up of these whole natural healthy foods. Focusing on the complex carbohydrates, other things, fruits, veggies, you know, getting some good fatty acids, some nice fatty fish, salmon, you know, trout, things like that. Um, some good cold water fish, nuts, seeds, things like that, olive oils, all these kind of really high quality basic foods. Think about, as I said, think about what a caveman had access to. Those are what's going to really help you out. Those are what you should, you were born to eat, what you're made to eat, you know. At the end of the day, that's what we had access to and we were born to process. So, that's where you should focus the majority of your food around. Um, these nice, lean quality, high high quality proteins as well, you know, um, like sort of animal meats and stuff, grass-fed, free-range meats and things like that. If you can pick these up, they are more expensive. I completely understand that. And you have to make it affordable. You have to make it lifestyle. It's better to choose chicken that's maybe not so, much, not, so not such a good source over something like, you know, a fucking pop tart or whatever, you know, um, but including a variety of different animal sources and proteins, chicken, fish, beef, eggs, steak, all these kinds of things. The less processed, the less refined, the better, you know. Um, that's the, the, the basics of the diet are pretty, you know, consistent throughout. You do not need to get too fancy with it. Single ingredient foods, you can cook amazing recipes with them. All the recipes that I do in my custom meal plans are made up with the majority of whole foods. Single ingredient foods that you can make from scratch and they taste absolutely amazing. So don't give me a bullshit that it tastes bland or blah, blah, blah. Um, because it's just not the case. So consume at least three litres of water per day as well. Add in lemon or lime juice. Again, this is really going to help. Um, it's something that I like. It's just an ingredient. It's a nice vitamin C and things like that. It's some extra electrolytes and stuff as well. But consuming the minimum of three litres of water per day should be an absolute key for you. Um, hydration is so, so important. In terms of fat loss, muscle building, flushing out all these toxins from your body, just keeping the processes moving along. Um, next one is going to be stress reduction in sleep. So the consequences of poor sleep are numerous. They are pretty serious. A lack of any de deep restful sleep or simply not enough hours can affect your health in more ways than you can imagine. Obviously, we're all aware of maybe sleep disorders and things like that, but when you have an interrupted an interrupted sleep or things like that, you're sleep, sleep deprived, you tend to have mood swings, you can get high blood pressure, you're short in temper, you're craving all these different sweets, your hormones are all over the place, your hunger levels are nowhere. That should be a signal in itself to think, oh shit, something going on here. Um, 
maybe I should really pay attention to this. And the sleep stress management aspect is absolutely massive, absolutely massive, especially for those busy nine to fivers who maybe have families, kids, things like that on the go a lot. So really staying on top of your sleep and your stress management is absolutely key. Um, consistent nights of sleep are so important. Like pick a vital time, pick a time that you can go to bed, wake up at the same time. That should be your aim every night you go to bed. I feel Vils Nash Bandy, I don't do it every single night, obviously. But I don't think my girlfriend Amy would be too happy if I was getting up at half four. She was getting up at half four in the morning on a Saturday, Saturday afternoon, or Saturday morning, sorry. But try and keep some sort of consistency if you can, where you can, when you can. Um, getting into that circadian rhythm is absolutely key. So a couple of things that you want to think about and what actually happens during your sleep as well. This is when your body is going to grow. It grow. It's going to repair. It's going to grow. It's going to repair all the damage. Your body actually goes through a, a, a process where it flushes out all this, all these toxins and neurochemical buildup from the day. Um, for anyone who's not familiar with Matthew Walker, get involved with some of his stuff. His um, book Why We Sleep is really good in this. Um, but this is when the chance your, your brain's get a chance to remove all the waste products and things like that accumulate healthy new cells appear in your tissues and organs this is when your brain's getting a chance to rest repair and restore those key functions so making sure you're getting the absolute most out of your sleep is absolutely massive um, for restoring your body brain and adding years literally years in terms of uh, life expectancy and things like that as well um, so sleep quality can't be ignored it's going to help you look and feel younger. Um, obviously, those of you who have, we've all been there, been through a three, four hour sleep, that is not a nice day the next day. Like, try and get yourself into a good circadian rhythm. Keep that rhythm, and you're going to make a massive, massive difference to your life. Um, one recent study suggests just one night of sleep deprivation can actually cause the cells to age faster um, than older and adults. Um, so in this study, patients were purposely kept awake for one night or repeatedly woken up. And with, they were limited to around four hours sleep, I believe. Um, but this resulted in even just that one night showing signs of the biological aging and adults getting older or being, the, the process being sped up. Um, so lack of quality, lack of quality restorative sleep has so many downstream consequences again. Um, you're at so much more risk of greater disease as well, cardiovascular disease, heart disease, brain disease, all these different things when you do not get enough sleep. So making sure you're getting a good seven to nine hours. You can't even speak today. And a consistent circadian rhythm, a consistent time is absolutely massive. A couple of things as well, sleep quality. The quality has to be there. So do you have a nighttime routine? Is your room pitch black? If it's not, get some blackout lights. Is it quiet? If not, get some earplugs, like a sleeping mask and things like that. These are all absolutely key to getting a good night's sleep. Cutting out the blue light, cutting out the screens, cutting out the distractions an hour or so before bed. Um, and really making sure that you're going through all these routines and things like that is absolutely key. So stay on top of your stay on top of your routines, making sure you actually implement one. If you would like me to send over one, um, the one that I'd send out, send out to my clients, by all means, just let me know, drop me a message, um, and I'll happily send you out the sleep and nighttime routine that I go through, both personally reading a book, some meditation, some stretching, some relaxation and yoga and things like that before I go to bed. Really, really beneficial, and I notice it the next day when I do it. 
um, or when I don't do it, sorry. So something to keep in mind there. Um, but those nail those three pillars from lifestyles, choices, show your strength training, some sort of CV exercise, simple 10-minute walks after a workout or after a meal are a great place to start, um, at your desk, at your lunch, things like that. Utilize your time during the day. Don't sit at your ass on the desk for 40 minutes when you know you don't need to. At lunch break, get outside, get a fucking walk. You know, get get up and go for it. Um, stay high protein quality diet. Focus on something I didn't mention actually was high protein diet. So making sure that you're consuming a diet high in protein. I advocate around one gram per pound of body weight. Um, so if you're 150 pounds, 150 grams of protein a day. Chicken, beef, steak, eggs, fish, all those kinds of good things. Um, Diet side, high in micronutrients, different sorts of veg, fruits, all different colours, ranges, you know, change it up. I change my meal plan recipes every single week. I'll maybe make four or five different meals for the week, change them up, and then do the same next week. So just kind of making choices, keeping some variety in there, absolutely key. Um, and sleep, hydration, also key, making sure you're getting some good sleep routines, hydration key as well. Hopefully you enjoyed this podcast. If you did, please leave a review, let me know how you got on. Screenshot that and tag in your stories if you are a fucking legend. Um, and I will speak to you in the next one. For anyone who would like a completely free coaching call, review or um, screenshot this and pass it on, share it on somewhere, would be massively appreciated. And also, if you would like a free custom meal plan, I'll be in the link in the description below for the YouTube video or in the show notes as well. Hopefully you enjoy this podcast. I've got a photo shoot tomorrow. I've got one more meal to go. Then it's party time. Hopefully you enjoyed it. See you in the next one. You've been listening to Fitness for 9 to Fivers with Andrew Marsham. You're a grown-ass human being. You have a job, maybe two, kids, errands, bills, a wife, friends. And while the excuse list gets bigger, so does your waist. That's where Andrew comes in. Until next time, find Andrew on Facebook at andrew.marsham.737 and on Instagram at andrewmarsham underscore fitness. To reach out to Andrew, send an email at amfit1993 at gmail.com. We'll see you next time. <laughs>